Pika Pika. Pika? Okay, that's awful. <laughs> but we're going to go with it anyway. Hey, Steve. Hey, Chris. Oh, God, I'm already having regrets. Uh, <laughs> See, I was actually so, ready for that because I was ready for you to say, hey, Steve, and I was going to go, Pika? Oh. So we're both horrible and need to be shot. Um, Pretty much. So, obviously, we saw Detective Pikachu. And I think, as two full-grown men, we can say, why aren't more people enjoying this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's really good. I'm see we're 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 a little different in this because you played and watched Pokemon since it first premiered. Yeah, from the very beginning, um, and maybe a little bit less so recently. Would that be true? Or I tried to play uh, Sun and Moon. Didn't play Sun and Moon two. Um, I don't know why, but and I was actually after the movie, I was kind of thinking like maybe I should. Go right. pick that back up, but I'd rather wait for Sword and Shield. There's always some excitement for right. it. I haven't loved it as much as since that Red and Blue, but like, yeah. was it Black and White that had the new Unique 150 and then X and Y was really good? So Black and White and X and Y I really liked, but... Right, well, anyway, yeah. and But so for me, I I sort of just, being a couple years older than Chris, I, I like just missed the height of 90s Pokemania, where it was, it, I just like, yeah. So I got into it via watching the show with my kids, and, Pokemon and then, Go. then Pokemon Go, and then I still haven't actually played any po core Pokemon games. I've played Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu with my with my sons, but that's about it. So, so we're sort of coming at this at a different angle, so I, I don't really have any nostalgia nostalgia for Pokemon, but at the same time, I see a lot of this through the eyes of my, my children, who totally love it, and, you know, sleep with many Pokemon, and, like, like in, in the bedroom right now are Pikachu, Charmander, Froakie, uh, Bulbasaur... They brought a stuffed Rock Pikachu Ruff, and stuffed Charmander to, to the right, movie. To right, to the movie, yeah, so there's... So it's um it's it's a pretty big so yeah so we we kind of got different perspectives on this but I'm pretty sure we both really enjoyed it. We both did really enjoy it, and I my question to because like there you'll see mixed reviews, and I think some of it's going to be like your typical snooty nosed uh, film critic going in and be like, well, this movie is horribly predictable, and not. Un, like looking, these creatures are weird. I don't like this kind of stuff because <laughs> you know th because this kind of genre flick is bound to get that from uh, snooty nose film critics that don't even look at video games as anything more than toys. Like, yeah. see, they see nothing more than Space Invaders, still. Um, or it's going to be people that are roughly our age or a little younger but I don't think have that child element in their life to kind of ground them because I'll, I'll just start right off the bat and say the, the film's greatest flaws are that the villain is weak, doesn't get nearly enough characterization. You could probably figure him out even before halfway through the film. I had his motivation. Like, well, I, they I did kind of... They, they... 
They gave they, us a little back and forth on on who the villain is. They tried to give a red herring, away. which is like how these mur- the, these mysteries go. Yeah, but I had I even had his motivation vaguely figured out, um, well before. Yeah, so it's, it's. I mean, but that's I, the thing. I had kind I'm, of guessed it. I'm an that. adult. I've seen this kind of stuff before. And meanwhile, your kids are next to me. And my niece, who's 13 years old, you know, she's next to me. They're all having a good time. And what I really noticed about... Because part of my thing is, like, there's at least one scene, one set-piece scene that takes a bit too long. And probably was not necessary and could have been cut down dramatically. Um, and given a little bit more time for character development. But at the same time... The film is paced in a manner that I started to notice your five-year-old son, every time he started to get antsy, the film would do something to snap his right, attention. And, right back. and it is very well paced. And I think also even that overlong scene still gives you one of the best visual payoffs in the movie. Yes and no. I was asking a lot of questions during it. Yeah. But I, th- I mean, um, at the... At the uh, anyway, yeah. It's, I don't, we're, we're we'll not get doing, to spo- we'll when do we spoilers, do the spoilers later. later but yeah. It, I, it could have... It could have been better. It's, it wasn't right relevant to the plot. But I think... I mean, that's kind of a little nitpick is... And that's the and, thing. And like, in the end, this movie was just plain old fun. So I'm, I'm aware of the flaws. And... I mean, I... I guess I could see that, but it's like I'm willing to forgive it because, firstly, this isn't a movie for exclusively adults. I don't need something sophisticated for what they're doing here. And at the same time, look, it's just a fun movie. It's it's fun. What I was trying to compare it to was to try and sell my family, uh, my other family who has kids who don't really care about Pokemon on it, it, as sort of one of these... Sort of like a classic sci-fi fantasy family movie, like um, Flight of the Navigator or The Explorers or something like that, where you sort of have you have a it's not exactly like that, but that's sort of what it what it trying oh. to trying to sell it on something. That's that's kind of what it broadly felt like to me. You have these fantastical elements; they don't have to totally make sense. Um, some of this may be going to be a little weird or scary. Um, you think so? Because I had a friend asking me. Um, in fact, yeah, uh, gamer parent, friend of the 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 uh, podcast, I guess uh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. He he asked me if there was anything scary in it, and I thought about it. And now there's only one scene that's maybe. None of the kids in the theater ever seemed to get. Yeah, scared I don't think that there there were two. There were two scenes where, um, and I don't think this is too big of a spoiler, early in the film, when the A-Poms go nuts. I didn't even think about that. That is maybe a little bit scary for some kids. You think so? Interesting. I think it's also, what what it inherently does is it's something, you take something that's cute and friendly, and, and, you, make it, it and you turn it vicious, and that sort of, I think that can be difficult for some kids, especially maybe kids who who aren't, maybe have bad experiences with animals or something like that. Possibly, because the other one is the lab. Like, that's... Oh, actually, I wasn't... The lab, I wasn't even thinking about the lab, where that was... I was thinking also about 
the the chaos in the yes I in can the see Pokemon that. fighting the right yeah, yeah 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 okay so yeah so maybe those three scenes but they're not so, three potential scenes but it's it's like it's one of those iffy areas and again none of the kids in the theater like we didn't hear any kid cry we didn't hear anyone have to take the kid no out and of the it theater. was a it was a capacity. It was theater filled, with, sold out. The kid and dude, there were kids calling out Pokemon left and yeah. right. Yeah, that was that was fun. On my own, it was real fun. We're among that. Yeah, the, you know, the kid Bulbasaur. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulbasaur is your youngest spirit animal. After the video yeah. of him splashing in the puddle, there's. I, I decided on that after this movie. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, Litten was not featured in the movie, but is also maybe someone's spirit animal. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that at another time. Um, yeah, so I think yeah, it was, it was just I think from it was just the right amount of scary to add tension to a movie that's still aimed at a younger and a family audience without going overboard. Yeah, at no point did it feel like it was excessive or gratuitous in the way that it was. It was more fun and funny. It was like yeah. Gremlins or something like that at the worst. Maybe not even Gremlins. Not even no, Gremlins. I would not go Gremlins. Not Gremlins. Gremlins is dark comedy. It's not really meant to be family. Yeah, that's um, true. Gremlins. Because ah. people actually die in Gremlins. That's true. Um, no, the the. I would say like because it's funny you bring up those movies and my comparison is actually I I call back like I feel like this movie's closer to the original 1990 Ninja Turtles, and what yeah. it will be for this generation of children, like. The role that Ninja Turtles had for me, including like as I got older, finding things to appreciate, um, and it's funny because in some ways they both do have themes of family and part and partnership is what this one is, and that's one of the things that I like about it. And Detective Pikachu, this is a film where they took the core element of Pokemon is partnership and friendship with the Pokemon. It's all, like that's the core of everything this series ever is. And what makes this so successful as an ad adaptation is that that is the core of its story. And they kind of hammer it, obviously, like from the very first, okay, very second scene. Um, someone's concerned about his friend because he doesn't have a partner Pokemon. Like, they, they, they kind of hammer it home real in there, but they still manage to execute it really well while also kind of working in a second sort of father-son theme, but they never really do much with that. It's... Yeah, that's, that's sort it's, of... That, that's gonna, I'm going to have to discuss that more in the spoiler section, but that, that that's the thing. Like th This film... I can watch a family film and be like, and it's not Pixar, and I'm like, oh, this movie's got themes. Which yeah. is like, yeah. okay, that's, that's and, actually good. And I think I was thinking about that. I think that's part of what makes it stand out as a video game film is one, a lot of the video game films that we've had thus far are not, we're not based on games that have a lot of strong thematic elements that you could pull from into a movie. Um, Mario Brothers. Uh, Mario Brothers was oh, That's going so way much. back, like, you know. That was trying so much. And it's, it's, Street it's Fighter, Double Dragon, you know, and more recently Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed's got a lot of issues. Yeah, Prince the, of Persia. The funny like, thing is, I was talking to my uncle from Florida, and when I was talking about, like, this is the 
I see, I don't even want to call it the best video game adaptation because I think that undersells what it like. It's the first video game adaptation to understand how to adapt the material. That's and yeah. he, of course, brought up, and it's one of my, those films that I actually kind of think gets uh, underrated. Is it Resident Evil? No, gosh, no. He he actually brought up. He was like, "What do you? What about Prince of Persia?" Okay, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. I I'd have to watch it again, but I do think it's got some issues, and part of it's because some of the character dynamics really do feel more uh, done. Like the idea, the, the ideas when you remove the gameplay mechanics, the ideas of Prince of Persia kind of feel like we've been there, done that. Right. It's um, and I think so. So where. Where I haven't actually haven't watched Assassin's Creed all the way through. I watched a little bit of it. Where I feel like Assassin's Creed and Prince of Persia as being better in terms of production qualities, in terms of writing and performances and everything else, where they still come a little bit short is just that there's not. They felt generic to me. Like this is a yeah. this is this could have been Prince of Persia. Didn't if you took the name off of it, it could have been a sword and sandal sort of, you know. Yeah, and that uh, part of the issue with that, like, because I think part of the reason that film works is because Jordan Mechner, the creator of Prince of Persia and the guy who they like right. Ubisoft brought him on for Sands of Time, wrote the story, like wrote the script and everything for the Prince of Persia film. Right. So the best person. You could have gotten for the project in that case. Technically, wrote it, but because you're do, you're now working with a two-hour time limit and all this stuff, like it's. I mean, maybe we'll do its own podcast one day because I do yeah. want to talk about it. I do want to do a viewing with you with it, yeah. Um, again, but will they? The, Detective Pikachu is. Well, in the universe, in the setting, but it gets the ideas without having to try and retread the game. And maybe that's part of it. It's, it's, right, it's not, not telling the game's story. Well, it's kind of... I never played Detective Pikachu, but from what I've heard, it's fairly dead on with the plot of the of the Detective Pikachu game. Interesting. I only know, like, one comparison point, and that's... Yeah, the first tutorial mission uses the APOM making mischief. Right, but it's completely different in tone. So, if the story is largely the same, then I I don't know. I never right. played. The I don't know either. I've never Pikachu. played Detective Pikachu. Um, like I said, I only really played the recent ones. Tonally, it's very different. I'll tell you right, yeah, I think tonally, I have I've seen watched some clips of it, and it's definitely tonally different. It's, um, well, again, I think what it is, Pokemon is, is a good, um, candidate for this sort of adaptation. Because of these, these really easy to pick up themes that that really help make it make the movie feel more coherent and it's make it feel all, like it's actually saying something. It's also already a large enough world that's existed long enough that you can you don't have to adapt the game itself. Like that's why Bioshock is a movie. Maybe if you told the downfall of Rapture, but you don't need to. I don't know why you would do that, but it's like, if you were to try and just take the game and make it into a movie, then you're losing something. It's right. it, 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 it's not going to work. You're going to end up being disappointed regardless, because the game was able to do so much that you'd fit into the movie. Simultaneously, though, um, with Detective Pikachu, 
you have this world that's already established with all of these different cities, with all of these different Pokemon, you know, and you've seen how it works in other media. Yeah. So you could just make a movie that's like anywhere in that city it's like, okay, we're going to make a mystery. And boom, there you go. Yeah, and they took, they did a minimum amount of, of world building. Yeah. I think it was just right to establish the basic concepts. What is a Pokemon? How, what, what are they doing? Why are we here? Etc. And what's different without, about Rhyme City? Without, you know, just throwing tons of exposition at you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they, they, they do assume some degree of familiarity. Right. You understand Gotta Catch Them All, at least. And it gives you enough, it's like, okay, here's the right. basic rundown of the partnership angle and how Rhyme City's different. Right. Like, you yeah. Know, but otherwise, it's not going to sit there and, like, hold your hand and educate you, like... It's assuming familiarity. Well, it's, it's assuming at least you have the idea that Pokemon are tiny little monsters that you catch and you want to catch them all and and whatever and fight with them or something. Um, that that sort of that level Pokemon has in the last twenty five years had at least that level of, of cultural permeation. Yes, that you can assume that in the same way that people know that you know. Uh, Captain America hits people over the head with his shield. Yeah. That Pokemon. What, we have a vague idea of what a Pokemon is yeah. coming in. And, and I like how they, they even they poke fun at some of the weirdness of it. Oh yeah. Right off the bat. Oh um, yeah. The 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 going to try and catch the Cubone. The Cubone is <laughs> when you're wearing a. Some relative like, yeah, you're wearing a dead relative skull. <laughs> oh, he didn't like that. <laughs> Actually, that was my favorite scene. Is Okay, I don't want to say my favorite scene. See, I, I loved that scene at the very least because when I was in 8th grade and this game first came out, I always wanted Cubone to be like a starter Pokemon. I always wanted to like, can I just go back and start with Cubone? Like, does it have to be one of these three? Um, but... I did like just the very beginning, just seeing a little tiny, like the guy running from a little tiny Q-boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even as tall as the grass. Like, it's, it's adorable. Uh, and that, 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 I think, is part of what you go to see. And what I mean by it being fun. You go and you see how they depict these creatures. Um, and it's funny that only, I think only Pikachu has the same voice actress as the, uh, the show. Like, none of the other Pokemon pronounce their names like they do on the cartoon or anything. Yeah, I think they tried to make them sound a little bit more like an animal sound than on the show, where they're just like, you know, like, Cubone, Cubone, you know, yeah. whatever, like, it's... Cubone, or the Psyduck, or Psyduck, yeah. like, they actually gave it a bit of a different sound, and I actually like it. I'm glad they yeah. went that direction. Um, especially with Psyduck, he turned out to be a pretty funny character. Yeah, Psyduck. Yeah, they, they did a good job. And that's another one of those, you know, weird, like, you know, <laughs> so we're playing this relaxing music in the car because if we don't, he's going to get a massive headache and destroy us all. Psyduck! Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, okay, this works. I, I, this right. works for me. Like, Psyduck is a psychic duck who gets headaches. Yes. And, you know, just... It's these weird things that if you read the Pokedex, you'd be you're like you're familiar with. Right. Yeah, you understand. Oh. Um, but but that's and I, I think also what really helped is when I looked into some of the. Um, uh, I haven't looked too much into it, but I've seen enough. Like there was an article on 
how they brought six of the Pokemon into looking realistic and everything. And every time they they had a design, they had to pass it, get the okay from the Pokemon company. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Pokemon company didn't want certain designs at first. Like Jigglypuff, they were like, yeah, it should have something like pig skin. And when they render some of this, like, oh, that looks awful. Or like uh, Pikachu, they're like, yeah, it should have, it's, it should look like horse hair. It should be smooth. It should be. And when yet when they rendered it, they're like, that that doesn't look right. It doesn't right. look real. It doesn't look like a real creature wandering around. So they had to really mess around with, okay, what creatures can we draw them from? What can we be inspired by? And it's funny because I found out even some of the Japanese think it looks too furry. It's funny how there's like these weird little cultural differences. That's like, because yeah. to me, I see Pikachu and it's like, yeah, it looks right. Yeah, that looks right. That and yet to them, it's like that's too furry. <laughs> it's like, well, what else are you gonna do? Um, but regardless of any of that, um, they had to get uh, the Pokemon companies okay. And when you get to the end of the film, like in the beginning, they mentioned like a uh, like a, an association with Toho Film or something like that, being a big. Japanese film company um, I first knew about them from Godzilla but the, at the end of the film all the producer names are Japanese so it's technically an American film but every producer is Japanese Interesting. so then you read about uh, from like the, the lead guy in Sonic Team talking about Sonic the Hedgehog and he said the film was largely out of our hands they did come to us for, you know, feedback, advice or something, but Sega didn't sign off on stuff. They just gave their feedback and the filmmakers made their decisions, which means whatever American business guys that have no clue about video games are, that's why Sonic looks like Sonic. Because right. Sega didn't have to sign off on it. So one of the reasons I think this film works as it does is because so much of it the Pokemon company had to okay. So what you're saying is that video game films should be made by people who love the video games and they should be made in cooperation with the creators of the game. And then you'll make good movies that also are true to the source material. Except, evidently, that didn't work. So, here's another film people keep forgetting. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, that was... Have you seen that? I did. I mean, that was... It was alright. It was alright. That was pretty low budget, though. I guess. Um, but that, that's... The that, thing. I mean, that struck me more as, like, like... Sony was involved in that, trying to run a PlayStation animation or PlayStation right. film, trying to get that off the ground, and it's like, ooh... This was rough, guys. I'm sorry. It didn't work. Um, yeah, I mean... And then it's... Ubisoft was involved with the Assassin's Creed film. Right. So uh, maybe this is... Maybe it's just like Detective Pikachu's got the secret sauce, man. Yeah, it does have some secret sauce, for sure. Um, or maybe the Pokemon company's just got more people in charge well, there that understand... Because they also do the anime, the comics. Right, the and I, that was a, a point I was... Th- thing making before the movie came out was one of the things it has going for it is we've got 25 whatever however many years of the anime which has experimented with and sort of laid the groundwork for how do you do 
hum human Pokemon interactions and stuff like that? How do you depict the Pokemon when you're not looking at a you know a, a 2D screen with yeah video just, game screen yeah. Yeah, a video game screen like or or video game constraints where you know you don't want to just have a forest that's filled to the brim with you know Centret and Talo or something like yeah. that where but in visually speaking it looks good when you have a forest filled with you know these low-level Pokemon that are all just scampering around like they're squirrels and chipmunks and yeah sparrows and looks like an else. ecosystem right like an ecosystem things like that where you could pull a lot visually from what the, the anime has already done and get those ideas without having to you don't have to reinvent the wheel essentially to figure out all that yeah um, and one of my concerns early on was actually that this film would be a little too cluttered in parts and I think it's just that they front load a lot of that like as soon as he walks into the city you see a whole bunch of them and you're gonna have fun going back and be like oh what can I spot what can I spot yeah but otherwise they kind of just make sure you see every Pokemon after that kind of a thing um and I also will say, we'll discuss the possibility, because I think they confirmed they are already working on a sequel. We'll discuss that a little bit after when we after the spoiler section, but one of the things one of the writers mentioned that they would love to do, because people want to see, like, and I want to see more in this unit. Like, I didn't realize coming out of this, I'd be like, I want more Pokemon live action. I want this to start to be a series, but not as frequent as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, no. Let's still yeah, make yeah. it, like, just, just take our time with it, at least. Every but two, three years or something. One of the writers of this film mentioned they wanted to, uh... They wanted to make a sort of Jigglypuff centered to Star is Born type movie. Because Jigglypuff puts everyone to sleep, and therefore there's, like, that internal struggle and conflict. But... <laughs> He even seems to be having trouble figuring out how to go about that. But there you go. It's like the, we, we might have all kinds of different kinds of movies we can do in this universe with the live action. So you know it's not going to be the last movie. And the sequel is going to have the writer of 22 Jump Street. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I guess I'll um, see. You know what? I wonder if Ryan... No, Ryan Reynolds wasn't in 22 Jump Street. I'm confusing. Never mind. Shanning uh, Tatum. Yeah, that was Shanning Tatum and uh, the, 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 the guy. Yeah, one of those guys. Yeah. Um, but, alright. Uh, so is this spoiler time? Yeah, I think it's spoiler time. Alright. Spoiler time! Spoiler time. Okay. <laughs> so, we're now in spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, now we're at spoilers, so if you haven't stopped the podcast, then shame on you. Or, wait, no. God, I am so bad at, without alcohol, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know, I was actually thinking the same thing. Uh, I'm bringing mine next time. Restock. Uh, we're gonna fly. Oh, bring, bring <laughs> but, um, no, so, what do I want to say? Uh, you know, you, you start. Okay, so, alright. I think that, so, what's interesting for me is... Is thematically we talk about we don't have we're not just going to shout out spoilers we're going to talk about things that we can't spoil we can't talk about without spoiling the movie. So one of the things that I have sort of taken out of Pokemon that maybe is not from the anime more that and that I don't know if it was entirely thematically in this movie is this idea of 
Pokemon is sort of like a metaphor for growing up. They have that evolution angle. Right, the evolution Pokemon angle. can evolve. And, and well, then you think about, so... You think about the main character. I know the actor's name is Just, Justice Smith. Yeah, Justice something. Is that right, Justice Smith? Anyway, but, so... So, right, so there's definitely an element of that in him. Well, so... Character's name is Tim. So Tim, yeah, Tim him. is... Right, so he's kind of... In some ways, he's actually less independent at the end of the film than he is at the beginning. Um, he still and, evolves, though. And so he, yeah, he, so he, the, the character evolves, and that's where. Um, so the the metaphor I've seen is I'm sure you've seen it before as being a Pokemon fan is about Eevee. How Eevee is like the perfect. I'm pretty sure you've explained this on this podcast. Before. Have I really? About how Eevee is the is the perfect Pokemon. Because it's basically like, Eevee's just like a whole bunch of potential. And you don't know... Yep, we've done this You don't this know, is this, you know, once it evolves, it's like, now it's Flareon. Or I wonder Vaporeon. what it's going to turn into if I hit it with this lightning stone. <laughs> but so anyway, Umbreon, amazing! But, no, no, no. It doesn't become Umbreon with a lightning stone. It becomes Jolteon, of course. Well, in Pokemon Go, you have to walk 15 kilometers with it and then evolve it at night if you want an Umbreon. Um, which is kind of like a, that's a, I think that mechanic. You walk 15 kilometers and involve it in the day, it becomes Espeon. So what? Ha what do you have to have to evolve the it during Flareon, a lightning storm in a that make Jolteon? Flareon, Jolteon, and Vaporeon are random. Whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. But so <laughs> and so, I see that right. So one of the themes in this movie, I think, is is growing up, where and and evolving. Where you have basically, so the big, the, the big, the biggest, the, the girl kind of does too, because she's uh, she starts as an intern and eventually becomes right. a reporter. Right. By the end, of, by the end of the movie, she's her sort of potential. Started, yeah, she sort of started her career. Now she was she was just the intern. Okay, I see. I see and, where you're going with this. And and Tim, the main character, he has sort of overcome the one of the biggest obstacles in his in his life, and that's his relationship with his father. Where yes. now he. He starts the movie as maybe being sort of independent in some degrees where he's got a job and he's doing fine, but he has this thing hanging over his life that he's never resolved. He's never sort of manned up and gone to deal with these major issues he has with his father. So by the end, we've sort of, he's taken a big step forward in life. Um, the female protagonist, who's a little bit less well-developed, also has taken a big step forward in her life, and so you get to see the the main characters evolve. Which but hold on, hold on, even better stands in contrast to the villain, villain. Yeah, of which the is film. what I was going to go into. Yeah. Because there's two ways in which because the, the part of the 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 Bill Nye is the actor. I, what is it, Hammersmith? I can't remember the name of the. His name. It's something really, yeah. It's, something, it's like Hammersmith sounds familiar, but I don't know no, if that's not Hammersmith. It's not that weird. But Bill Nighy. So, Nighy? yes, he turns Nighy? out to be the. Bill Nighy. How about that? <laughs> Whatever. Bill Britton. Bill, uh, yeah. British. He's the he's the British actor who oh, is here. Oh, how do we not see it? That he's British. Of course, he's the bad <laughs> course, guy. One, he's of course he's the bad guy. Two, he lends some credibility to the film. He does because he does. he's a, and he's evidently now a mega Pokemon fan. There so, you go. Um, he is all about you know evolution and that potential. 
And both of the protagonists find that potential, but he's not looking to actually fulfill that potential in himself. He's looking to basically hijack a Pokemon's body. And that's what I mean by, like, he... How I predicted it, I was like, okay, he's trying to use Mewtwo or something to find immortality or something. Right. He's doing some crazy science experiment. Not quite. He wants to take over Mewtwo's body. And, and then experience where it feels... evolution. The guy in the wheelchair wants, wants to... to be the Pokemon who can fly and do everything. And yeah. You hear that, paraplegics? You're all bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> but. He also counters the um, protagonist, and this is one of the areas where I feel like they have the theme, but they don't do anything with it. The father-son relationship thing. Because you get one scene where his his son clearly has daddy issues. And he and it's made to make, you know, the dad, look, uh, Bill, look like the good guy. And the son, of course, is the villain. But the one element that that scene did well, I think, was introduce you to the idea that Ditto is his partner Pokemon. Because that was... Even though they didn't really do enough with that, I still liked the moment where it's like, Oh! His pink-haired assistant is Ditto! That's actually genius! I like that! I I really did like that execution, and they gave you just the one hit was all you needed. To see that Ditto can become... turn into people... And that it's his assistant Pokemon. It's his right. And that was and that was a really clever scene they did at the end with where you got that Ditto. Ditto got to turn into people and you know. Yeah. I mean, it it was really good. It was it was a really good moment uh, for the end. You think I won't hit a girl that I might be somewhat attracted to? Wow. (laughs) No, that 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 was and and of course kept the Ditto eyes the whole time. That was a really nice touch. Um, but Which even my kids got that. They were like, my, I don't know if you heard it. My, yeah, my my Eli was saying, oh, ditto eyes. <laughs> but no, the the thing is though, they don't ever really touch back on that except for like the moments they wanted to be a red herring, where he says, my son is blah 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 blah, and then what you think is his son going to the lab, but is actually the ditto. Right. Um, so, like, that's what I mean by, like, how certain set pieces could have been reduced. At, like, specifically, so, well, that's the problem. So, okay, so that's, that's one, the one, that's, let's talk about that one. That was the one you kind of felt like, so they, they break into the lab. And the lab is finding, a good action scene. Yeah, they're, they're, they're finding the, the sort of understanding what's actually going on here. Pikachu is the one who released Mewtwo in the beginning, um, yeah. and all of this. But then also that Tim's dad was and had captured Mewtwo or helped capture Mewtwo. So there's this sort of you're not sure who's well. The memory good that and who's Pikachu bad. helped wasn't until after this stuff when they got. Oh right, well, okay, they, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. Wait, wait, yeah, but that's true. Like, the, the lab is a good action scene. And what I feel would have helped the film would have been if the the Greninja escaping managed to get a hit on Pikachu right before Psyduck managed and then you to just blow them cut the or hole. when Psyduck blew them all away, he blew Pikachu into some god of injured or something. Right, because right. then, what do you learn at the lab? They're genetically experimenting with Pokemon. 
to right. create that and gas. You, and you get some things that, that sort of both move the plot forward and add some ambiguity as to what's actually happening, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. And then you have the big Torterra earthquake. Yeah, scene. where it's like, and I thought it was just going to be one. It's like three gigantic monster city crushing size Torterra, which I guess are just fine sitting there and sleeping. Because otherwise, it's like, what is, what is, what is, the, what is the, like, other than the fact that they're experimenting, what is the significance of the scene? What is the point here? What what am I supposed to take away from this other than, isn't that kind of a problem that you have three humongous city-destroying Torterra just hanging around? Well, I think, I mean, not to headcanon it too much. Are you going to be able to catch any of those in a Pokeball? Well, Pokeballs seem to be magic, so yes. (laughs) Um, So I think, right, so maybe you have this idea... That being so heavily, they they managed to genetically engineer the massive size, but they're basically useless because they can't move because they're so huge. I don't know. That was kind of the impression I got. They sort of all poke their heads up at the end, and I think you get a really cool visual. There then they put. Then they go when back you to realize sleep. that there's there's three just giant moving mountains essentially, and then they all go back to sleep, and there's not really any. It's a cool scene. It's a little bit vis- It's a little bit hard to follow visually because you don't know what's going on. You know that there's right. You know there's a Torterra because you, if you know what a Torterra is, and you saw that they're doing size experiments, and now all of a sudden the ground starts moving. It's like oh, it's a Torterra, but it's yeah. still kind of you're not sure. It's it's visually difficult, and then it doesn't really have any kind of narrative. Hey, y'all. Yeah, and it also feels to me like Greninja gets gets cut short there too. Um, I was so looking forward to seeing him pull, pull some great action. I mean, he does. Yeah, and it's funny because it feels like they're like, well, let's do an homage to Alien in this film, like <laughs> of all things. And even then, I'm sitting there like, you know, they're actually shooting it pretty well because they have the upward angle, like they they, right. they they know how to do it. It's, and you hear kids behind us that are like. Look up! Look up! And it's like, oh, this is great. This is amazing. I love this scene. Um, no, yeah, they did it really well. I just, I would have rather... It'd have... be at least a little bit longer or something. But again, yeah. like, I don't... Like, e- even if that would buy a little bit more character development time, I don't exactly know where I would put it. Because again, this film, as you said, was at least perfectly paced for the attention span of a five-year-old getting antsy in the reclining chair. Yeah. I was saying, what I was saying is would have been my sort of solution to the problem of the Torterra scene, basically having no payoff other than Pikachu gets injured, which have you said, we've got an encounter with the Greninja that ends with a Psyduck massive psychic wave. There's any number of places we could have knocked Pikachu out. Yeah. In, in there, we didn't need this sort of, however long it was, felt like five minutes you know, Torterra earthquake to give Pikachu a head injury. Yeah. Um, Which is the only and, reason, the only yeah. purpose it really serves. And the only, only, the only other purpose I would have seen it serving would have been to destroy the lab and destroy all the evidence. And then you're sort of left with like... Except it a, looks like they just walk away from the lab all fun and dandy. Right. 
Which, that would have made a little bit more sense to me that, and it would have sort of worked because it would have, it would have demoralized the team a little bit there. That, okay, we found all this evidence, and now it all just got destroyed, and now we're... Yeah. Because that's sort of where that, that part of the movie leaves you is, oh no, we're kind of back at ground zero. Um, and it's, it's funny too, because on one hand, like, I feel like, because the, the, the typical end of Act 2, beginning of Act 3 thing is the main characters part, they don't get along or whatever, and they have to reunite for Act 3 in order to, to vanquish the evil. And it's, they kind of do that because Pikachu, uh, Pikachu's Ryan Reynolds is like, no, it was me, I, I, let, I let him free, it's like, you can't trust me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I betrayed Harry, and then they separately real kind of come to the conclusion of who the villain is. Well, Tim doesn't. Right. He doesn't come to the conclusion at all. Uh, Pikachu does. And that allows them... Like, it still works out for the plot, because that way you each have them where they need to be yeah. during the final climax without yeah. the whole possession thing happening. Yeah, again, it's true. Which, that's where... See, that's where the, 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 the villain motivations really lost me. Like, okay, I can see he wants to become sort of, like, immortal and evolved, and then, but then he's like, and now everyone in the city, I'm going to force you into being inside of your partner Pokemon. Here you go. And it's like, okay, I guess we need a, a citywide action sequence of, and, and maybe they were just like, look, we, we really don't know what to do with Reporter Girl in this scene. Let's just, whatever. Have her... This is incapacitating her with everyone else. Well, what it does, it also does is it foreshadows what you're about to find out. Oh, that is about, true. About, about Detective, Detective Pikachu, Pikachu and the fact that it's really been his father inside of Detective Pikachu the whole time. Which I thought meant his dad was actually dead, but no. It's not. It or just, rather, like, you know, his body's dying, so I'm going to put his spirit inside of the Pikachu. Right. But no, it's just, I'm going to just move his whole body inside Pikachu. That's why they understand each other. And end of the movie, Pikachu's just a normal Pikachu, and Ryan Reynolds is his dad. And we're going to have a no, Detective there... Pikachu too. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it's going to happen. Is uh, Ryan Reynolds old enough to be that guy's dad? I think so. I mean, technically, but how young was the... I don't know. Like that, that, For some reason, that was standing out to me too much. Hey, Siri. Oh, God. How old is Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds is 42. He's a little young. If he had a... They, if he had a kid at 21 years old. Yeah, in his early 20s. Because like, that's, that's not, how old the kid yeah. was, right? 21? Yeah, I think he said he was supposed to have just had his 21, 21st birthday or something and like that. And it was with more tickets. Yeah, to, to, yeah okay. so I mean, that's that's reasonable. Um, 21, yeah, he had him when he was 21. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah, I can buy that. So... Okay, so anyway, so Ryan Reynolds is 42, whatever. So, I actually think they did a pretty good job of pointing you in that direction throughout the movie. Because twice, I think, you see that something happens between Mewtwo and Pikachu and and the dad. Um, and you're not sure what happens. And then the movie shows you... Well, the movie that you, starts with that Well, sequence, it starts with that but... sequence, and then it shows you sort of an edited version of what's going on. And then you see what that a a somehow Mewtwo can just put an entire person inside of a Pokemon, and then 
So it, it actually, I think it does, it does a pretty good job through that of leading you. As much as it feels like maybe having the whole city inside of their partner Pokemon was a little bit... Well, another way that I found it, uh, that during the film I found that idea actually kind of interesting, but I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it feels like the Pokemon are now becoming Pokeballs of people. But I don't know if that's what they were intending, and it's kind of like a weird... That's deep. It's not... It, it, no, it's not. That's like a... That's like a... Um, what's that? Like, I'm 13 and this is deep. Uh, what? <laughs> joke. What? And no, it's like a... It's like a joke. Like, a, it's like... Like, a, you say like a meme or something that's supposed to be really deep that's not really deep. And it's like, hashtag, I'm 13 and this is deep. Like, that... You would only think it was deep if, if you, you were, were 13. like 13. So Maybe. that was, yeah. I, I'm, it's not a funny joke if you have to explain it, right? Should I edit that one out too? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so I, but sorry, no, like that, that, I don't I have no idea if that's intentional. It's just something that occurred to me. So it's, maybe it was intentional. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It's kind of it's it's kind well, of a it's weird. Because you see the magic light. It's you see the magic light right. happen. It's it is light. like the magic light. They do. They show you him trying to catch it. So you see the light. Yeah, maybe. So maybe, maybe. And and that's something I I will commend this movie on. They do a good job with where they didn't really need to. And some and maybe it's not as well fleshed out as it could. Parallels. You have parallels between. Um, the father-son team, uh, and they're that are the um, the father and son that are running the big mega Pokemon Corporation uh, that runs the city, yeah. um, and their issues, and you have the parallels between them and Tim. Well, that's what I was and, saying. The whole father-son right, the father theme idea. Team. You have a you have a sort of a train, you have a train station scene where you have a flashback that Tim doesn't want to leave his grandmother to go live with his father. And then at the end, you end with a train station scene where Tim decides to stay with his father and not go home to his grandmother. Yeah, that's the obvious part. Well, it's like an obvious, there's like an obvious parallel, but you, by, the scene feels a little bit, the, the ending scene, it's lacking Very in payoff. In... It's just sort of, I mean, not lacking in payoff, but just sort of like, like we didn't, what's, what's, Okay, like the now Ryan Reynolds is here, and Tim is hugging Ryan Ryan Reynolds, and, and everything's he's, better. He's with his dad. Well, I know he's with his dad. Their relationships heal. Their relationship, but it just feels weird because because you haven't like I think like my kids were confused because they didn't know who Ryan Reynolds was. And really, I, I think that really like they and like. It took him a second to realize, okay, that's his dad that was in the... Because he doesn't show you... But I think that was actually a mistake, to some degree. They wanted everyone... They took somebody who is famous enough to be recognized and made him the voice. And so if they had shown him in the beginning in the car crash, it would have somewhat spoiled the twist, right? Well, that Ryan Reynolds... was a flashback to show... Because they never right. showed injured man on ground was Ryan Reynolds. Right, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So... Because no, at no other point in the hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, whatever it was, did you see that this man was his father? And it doesn't show it when Mewtwo retrieves him out of Pikachu either. So now all of a sudden you're at a train station 
and this Tim's guy there. walks up. This guy's there. For people who understand the meta, it's Ryan Reynolds. He's the voice of Detective Pikachu. He was the dad the whole time. And I but guess if he you don't didn't deliver his line. I guess he didn't deliver his last lines like he would have as if he were. As, right, and so. So I guess for, I could see where the kids went. Right, like, for, who is this for guy? Other, like, yeah, like, and, and by the by the time you're really done, you understand it's his dad. But I'm just saying by adding a parallel scene earlier in the movie, I think it helps. It helps that scene have a little bit more weight. I can see what you're talking about. Now. That okay. that that they that's that scene needed. A little bit more of a girder well, what you, to sit on. What you needed was, by time you know his dad's in Pikachu, the flashback may as well show that it's Ryan Reynolds laying on the ground. Be yeah. At the very least, that might have helped your kids understand because we know that's his dad in, in the car. So if they finally were to reveal his face in the final flashback, then you'd be like, oh. And meanwhile, the adults are like, okay, I know where this is going. Right. Like they, or rather, they already knew where they were going, and they're like, okay, yeah, it's confirmation. Yeah. So, it's... Ryan Reynolds is the dad, and there's going to be Detective Pikachu too. Now, that's the complicated part, right? Because uh, unless he somehow gets stuck in Pikachu again... But this time, it can't, obviously won't be a surprise. It'll be like, oh, no, this again. But I don't think they'll do that. And if they do do that, then that's awful. That's just terrible, and they should be ashamed of themselves. But I don't think it'll be the same if it's just Ryan Reynolds, the human being, hanging around with Justice Smith and uh, Pikachu. I don't think it'll work the same. So they're gonna have to. It, it's gonna have to be some contrivance. Um, he has the uh, the some kind of important clue in a case, and he's in a coma. And they need to get it, so they... They just dial 1-800-MEWTWO now? 1-800-MEWTWO now. <laughs> or they or somebody comes up with... They had a Serenity Now joke in this! Cripes, I just realized. <laughs> I just remembered that. It's like, nobody's gonna know what that is! Okay, so can we talk about, since we're in spoilers, and we've already kind of hit most of the main stuff. I'm the, sorry, that just completely hit yeah, me out of nowhere. The, I forgot about that. One of my favorite scenes in the movie was... And I wish we could have spent more time there. The Pokemon Arena, dude. I want, a, like, I want a yes. movie. I want, I want, I want the movie. Yes, I just want to see Pokemon fight. I want to see these movies handled. That was possibly the greatest highlight of the film, because it's like, I mean, that's the essence of Pokemon, isn't it? Yeah. Battling, battling these guys, catching and battling, catching for battling, and and you sort of. I, I don't want to say again, you, you see, so in the fights you see, you see a little bit of Gengar versus Charizard. It's an interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, no, 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 Blastoise. Oh, yeah, there's Gengar versus Blastoise. And the gang, does the Gengar beat the Blastoise? Yes. That's right. Um, and then you get Pikachu versus Charizard, which is dumb. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean dumb? That was a fun fight, too. <laughs> it was a fun fight, but it wasn't like a... Was it like a crowd-pleasing Pokemon? I mean, it was a really good. And fight. it also explains why he forgot. Do they? Did the movie even say that's why he forgot his moves? Actually, well, it, because the dad was inside. Well, it doesn't, but it kind of makes sense that if you know, how, yeah. does, how does this thing work? Um, and then you get the the sort of you get the Gyarados. Uh, Gyarados. This pronounced Gyarados. Sure. Mr. Fish, if you read Punchline is... Oh, wait, no. What's the name of the comic? Gyarados. 
No, what's the name of the comic? The 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 URL is the punchline is machismo.com. Manly guys doing manly things. I think that's the name of the comic. Okay. There's uh, the the reject Pokemon trainer that has. I've seen that one before. Mr. Fish. Yeah. Uh, he bludgeoned other Pokemon to death to level it up the Magikarp up enough. Like, he used the Magikarp to bludgeon yeah, other. I, I, yeah, I've seen it. And then <laughs> leveled him up to a Gyarados, and that he named Mr. Fish. Sounds um, right. Yeah, you get to see. So you get to see Mr. Fish. So that was that was great. That was that a good. That was good too. Yeah. So there's all kinds of stuff they can do. Like, should they do any of the stories with the legendary, like, god-type Pokemon, I wonder? I don't know. Like, there's so much stuff they can do with this. <sighs> See, I... So, like, when I think about having watched a very significant portion of the anime at this point, hmm. I think the best... My favorite stories are always... Are never the the big epic climaxes or the legendary stuff it's always the sort of the the more mundane stories like i told her they were watching x and y so put on my favorite episode which is the one where ash is sick and some guy comes over with a pikachu and says you know i heard that this guy ash has a really good pikachu i want to battle him and serena who is ash's you know girlfriend at the time like doesn't know what to do and so she puts on ash's clothes and gets Pikachu, and she battles the guy. Like, that's the kind of stuff. I saw. I, I saw portions of that. Yeah, episode. yeah. Like that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff. The stories I think are fun with Pokemon, where you don't. You, I'm sure they will eventually if they start making live action Pokemon movies. I'm sure we're gonna get some kind of like legendary bird movie with Moltres and Zapdos and um, who am I forgetting? Articuno. Articuno, yeah. Oh yeah, and and all of that, and that'll be cool. Um, but no, I, I like I, I hope they kind of maybe make a few more they get their feet a little bit more wet do a few more more personal Pokemon movies yeah um, and I think that's the best route to go because the, the, the show is a long form series so it's able to do all kinds of different yeah. stories and of course the game because it's a video game it relies on a sort of uh, pattern. So you have the training, so you have the fighting the different gyms. Like, it's a level of progression that works for a video game, especially a role-playing game in which you're leveling these things up. But, if you're doing a film, you don't just want someone to try to become a Pokemon master. And yet, at the same time, I do want to see more Pokemon fights and brawls. So, uh, Team Rocket movie? I don't know. <laughs> Team like, Rocket movie. Well, as, so with the anime, with this, the series, each each season of the series, I think, I think every season, has an accompanying movie, like a feature that's yeah. always more focused, that's always like a big climactic event or something like that. True, uh, yeah. So you get a lot of those, like, I've watched a lot and of the those The first two. one was Mewtwo. Right, was Mewtwo. That was the best one. Um, I can't really say that. Myself, it was the best one. Uh, I saw it in theaters, I know that much. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. What I don't want to see is like, you know, them to turn it into, you know, whatever all of these, you know, Lucario and the Mystery of Mew and um, <laughs> like uh, I forget. Oh my gosh, do the Karate Kid but with like a Lucario or Hitmonchan or something. No, Rocky with Hitmonchan. 
Just redo Rocky, but make it with Hitmonchan. There and you it'll go. probably be about as intelligible as what Usher Stallone is. Yo, Hitmonchan! Hitmonchan! Yo, Hitmonchan! Hitmonchan! Sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. This, that would be amazing. Um, <laughs> it would be amazing. Uh, let's do it. You got your screenwriters right here. We'll write the whole movie. You can tell we have a, a great ear for witty repartee. Even, even even the song, the Rocky song, you know, the getting stronger. Catch them all now. Instead. Okay, okay. Uh, on a final note, what? Sorry, that, look, that is a U-level joke. You know it's yes, funny. Yes, I know it's funny. It made me think, though, of the way they used, did you catch that they used the original Pokemon theme? As oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. As the news. Yeah, it was like the news or the... Oh, no, no, I love that. No, trust me, I knew. And then you realize, like, that's exactly like all of these news bumpers. You know, like... I don't know, yeah. Well, even then you have, of course, Ryan Reynolds singing it, so... Right, then you have, yeah. And it's still a good song. Like, that song is way too good for any justice. Anyways... Uh, but yeah, clearly we like Detective Pikachu. Clearly it's also not a perfect movie. Um, and I promise next time we will have booze, so at least we'll be more actually interesting. I don't know. Um, maybe. Does that, does that say something about us? I think it says something about us. That we, we are not functioning so or well. Is our, or is everyone else going to be like, wow, that was the most coherent they've been on the podcast. And, Possibly. You know. They actually edited jokes that they thought were bad. Um, <laughs> they didn't put their foot in their mouths, technically, I think, maybe. Um, well, let me talk about Pikachu and the, the viewer's gaze and whether Pikachu is defined. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just pretended to hit him with my water bottle. That That's is. made of steel. Yes. Or something. Um, so... On that note, Detective Pikachu. I mean, like again, like we've already done this non-spoiler part. But if you went through all this and you haven't seen it still, see it. It's fun. Take your I'm kids. I'm going to buy it. Take your Take kids. your wife. Take your nieces and nephews. Because yeah. Mewtwo's coming to get them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, no, but this is a good movie. Uh, I kind of want to watch it again. And I feel like if I give it a little bit, I'll be able to find the like, theaters more empty for this. Because people will still be seeing Avengers. So it's like, I might actually go see it again. Because um, it's just that fun. And it I want to do it. But uh, I'll at least definitely buy it. It's, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to see this movie a hundred times. Yeah. So, okay. it's, it's a good family film. And and I think it's, it's solid for somebody who's not really into Pokemon, but just wants a good... Classic action adventure film with some, you know, fantasy sci-fi elements in it. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to wow you. It's not going to surprise you with plot twists and stuff. But you'll have a, it's a fun world. It's a fun time, and it's imaginative and all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing more I can say about it. Um, very positive film. It, it, you feel good at the end. Yeah, and sometimes it's all you need in a movie. Definitely. Have a good night. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>